0: You're listening to Sideshow Network. Check out all of our shows at sideshownetwork.tv. To the insurance company that tried to break my heart, I am stronger than you ever gave me credit for. You thought I'd never leave? Well, today, I let you go. Today, I found GEICO. In just 15 minutes, GEICO has given me the sweet savings on my car insurance that you always promised, but never delivered. It's a brand new day, and the sun shines on my GEICO automobile insurance policy with a thousand golden rays. And never looking back, Nancy
1: in New York. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Hey guys, you like making great money, right? Right, right. so here's a really cool opportunity that Jeff and I had to share with you, driving with Uber. Yes, Uber is that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. You know, I take Uber a bunch. A bunch. I love them, and in chatting with the different drivers, some of them have really interesting stories as to why they drive with Uber. I have an interesting story about driving with uber about driving with uber um the first time we used uber uh was in california and it was super easy to do we put the credit card down i took a picture with my iphone of the credit card it was super easy to sign up and then i asked for an uber and guess what what it showed me that the uber was on its way i was watching it on my phone and it was just nuts and so jeff was i think you were in the bathroom or something like that and i was like jeff The Uber is on the way. And I was like, chill. And I'm like, Jeff, the Uber is like two minutes away. And I was like, all right, I'll see you then. And so I go outside to wait for the Uber driver, and I look down, and I see his face on my screen. And I was like, all right. And I look up, and he's making the same exact face looking out of the window, this big smile. I was like, this is pretty awesome very welcoming five stars for that guy let me tell you something about Uber drivers go ahead they love being their own boss they earn great money it's easy to start you just need a car and a license okay driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility okay and you know parents is a really easy way to work around a family schedule and students students uh, they can make some extra money between classes All right. now is the prime time to cash in driving with Uber you will thank us for telling us how you get paid every week Right. So you know, if you've got a car and a license, put them both to work for you and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up to drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That is drivewithu b e r dot com. Drive with Uber dot com. We have a really interesting episode of A Waste of Time with It's the Real today. Obviously, Jeff, everyone has been talking about one thing and one thing only. That is the beef with Meek Mill and Drake yeah so we had to get our friend Corey Townsend here who is from Philadelphia but is very conflicted about the whole thing so we'll have him talk first and then we want to get into uh Bridget Kelly's story yeah Bridget Kelly who has an album coming out she does she was the first Rock Nation signee she now has uh this project called Summer, Summer 17. Of 17 dropping today uh it's an awesome story she's a lot of fun and enjoy the episode Yo, what up? It's Eric, aka three point one four times ten, aka Flippin' Pies. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, aka Sammy Davis Jr., aka Son of Sam.
0: Hey, how you guys doing?
1: Again, this is a waste of time, but it's the real.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, okay, Corey, you you sent off the 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 yeah. alarm last night. You said if anybody wants to podcast with you to talk about. The Meek Mill and Drake situation because yes. you are a Philly native I am born and, and raised And we answered the call and you you're here you on did. the Upper West Side with us I
0: am on the Upper West Side This is maybe the first time since I moved to New York that, Really? Um, I've been on the Upper West Side so. Well welcome I mean like we wanted to find like a neutral area <laughs> that was safe That's right it's not Toronto It's <laughs> yeah. not yeah, Philly it's not. <laughs> Meek, Meek Mill, Meek is one of those artists that I could say I've kind of watched grow You know, I've watched him grow up when he was a kid on the on the, you know, rapping on the on the sidewalk with the braids and stuff like that to who he is now. Yeah. And if if you know anything about Philadelphia hip hop, it is a very, very hard market to come out of like that just because of I mean, and you know I'll be honest, it's a lot of self-inflicted wounds Mm -hmm. that come from our artists. You know, you know, we're hard headed. We can't stay out of jail. You know, we have a crab in a barrel mentality, so on and so forth. So to kind of see him come from that is amazing. Yeah. I say that to say, if there's anybody who thought there would have been something, some sort of clap from Meek, it was probably me. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, just like you said, you know, the, the 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 game sees like, oh, he came from this battle thing. I've seen it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen it with my own eyes. I've seen it live. I've seen him battle people live, and I've known what, like, essentially where he came from. So I'm like, okay, this is a statement that he's made. He's made these allegations against this man. You know. Obviously, Drake being the the, the theatrical guy that he is, you know the showman that he is, he's going to come back with something, and Meek is going to lay it down. Yeah. And when Charged Up came out, I didn't actually, I didn't, I didn't listen to over radio that day. Wow, um, wow, Philly beef. Oh no, 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 so no, no, like, nah, no, 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 no. I was gonna ironically it. enough, I was back home. I was back in Philly. Yeah, yeah. Right um, <laughs> I was back in, I was back in Philly, and I was at a cookout, and. Uh, my my roommate Chris and a couple of our friends that came to the cookout later, and um, you know they told me they was like yo Drake Drake dropped something dog, and I was like is it hot, and they were just like, man I don't even <laughs> want to talk about it, and I was just like no we can't do that so, uh it was uh, funny enough one of my one of my good friends um he recently just purchased a jeep. And he took like the doors off the Jeep, so like we're driving from one cookout to another with the doors mm-hmm. off. Very Zoolander. No, hold on, wait, wait, yeah. just let's very Zoolander. Oh no, 2015 <laughs> yeah. Zoolander style.
1: But also, I mean, let's just acknowledge
0: your father is DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yes. yes. Um, <laughs> this
1: sounds like it's straight out of summertime, <laughs> it, Riding around in your Jeep. Ironically Benzo. enough,
0: ironically enough, we were at Belmont Plateau where summertime <laughs> happened. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> why wow, it's funny? I never put that shit. There. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, man. So like you know, we're we're riding, we're riding, you know, tops down in Philly, in Philly, riding up 76 uh, from Belmont Plateau, which is in West Philly, to you know, to the uptown northern part of the city. And we're listening to Charged Up. Mm. And I lie to you not, we played Charged Up me about six times back to back. And we're just like, I mean, if not not for (laughs) nothing else. To hear, because, you know, Drake isn't a responder, you know, and, and, yeah. and a key part of this is that while Meek didn't say anything via song, he tweeted a lot. The first thing I thought is, okay, it started. Mm. This is officially started because yeah. he said something and, you know, things like that. And then I was like, I see Drake having a lot more. Mm-hmm. So that's the second thing. And third, I thought of timing. The first thing I thought of was timing. Yeah. The timing for this, for Meek, was extremely poor. I look at it as with all the the outlets and venues that Drake has, mm, yep. OVO Radio, yep. OVO Fest, mm, yep. like you know he's and and he's one of those artists that if he puts something out, people are gonna check it no matter what. Where's management?
1: Where's there's a lot of people who should have said to to Meek, let's calm down, let's focus, let's put you in a studio. Then even when he was on the road, he was like, I'm five hours from a studio, yeah. so you're getting people into this mindset where you're definitely gonna come yeah, with a big record. It's it's almost like when. Um, remember that woman who was on a flight to south africa oh yeah and it's like you're just waiting for that woman to the, land so you can be like <laughs> the, yo the pr we, woman yeah, we got you. yeah yeah
0: yeah It's like oh yeah we got it.
1: um so okay. like five hours later that doesn't happen so we all go out to support our friend kaz who runs the stash.com their second their, their second anniversary celebration down at house which used to be the canal room and which was fire by the it, way yo Everyone was every, everyone was there. It's about like eight o'clock, and the place felt like it was like midnight, one o'clock, and it was just the DJs were killing it. the 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 crowd was great. There was a lot of avion um, being passed around. Great, atmo- great, great atmosphere. And let me just say. Because I saw you. Yes. I feel like you walked in and they played. I did. They played. Um,
0: Ironically enough. Back to back.
1: I don't think it was ironic. I think it was like a straight up
0: just. I don't like, know who was It may have been either Austin or. I don't think Mecca did. Yo, name names. Shout to Austin. Yeah. Shout out to Austin Mills. I think he may have done that, but yeah. Yo, um, but this back to back record. i Mills. Back Austin Mills.
1: Back to back, when I heard it on SoundCloud, sounded all right. I was like, he got some shots in
0: there. It sounds yeah, okay. But, but when they played oh, it in the
1: club oof. and they turned it around and Ooh. played it back-to-back.
0: It, it, mean. Nasty. And, yeah, ironically enough, I came into the, the stash party a little bit late. Um, I walked in. Just like you said, it may have been about maybe nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. It felt like it was 1 a.m. on a Friday. Yep. And as soon as I walked in, mm. I just heard, you know, Twitter fingers, turn, I mean, trigger uh, fingers, tw- Twitter fingers. And I'm uh, just like, this is not happening right now. And this seemed like the entire the entire right side of the club with all of my friends are just looked at me and laughed. And laughed and laughed and laughed. It was it was it was bad. Yo, I got a couple shots after that.
1: Not so at 9 at night, people knew every single word to it. Yeah, Because it's a club record. It was amazing. Yeah. It think,
0: sounded great. I think that's genius. I think honestly I think that's and that kinda showed if you weren't paying attention to it, that kind of showed the the tactical ability of Drake when it comes to, like this battle shit because Essentially, he made a diss track mm-hmm. on a record that can be played in the club at any time. Yeah. And it's enjoyable. You know, I think, I forgot, either Joe Button said it, I think Joe Button said mm-hmm. it, where he was like, yo, Drake made a song that girls can like dance to. And then when I, a diss track, Girls and Dancing, when I thought about that shit, I'm like, yo, that means I'm going to hear this shit. In the club for the rest of the fucking summer. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. (laughs) And it's just like, you know, I mean, it's a good song, man. Like, I'm like, and I've said this before, like, I I like Meek, obviously. You know, I like Drake. Yeah. Drake is, you know, one of my favorite rappers right now. And, you know, I also like Battling. And this is just. So he says, (laughs) is it your. Girls tour or yeah, no World tour, tour Or your, or your girls, girls
1: tour He was yeah. stinging man it And he be. said that Knowing that he was Going to perform Back to back Multiple times At his own Festival in Toronto Absolutely And this takes us To last night yes. Well this takes us To the other night When Meek put out his Oh yeah I'm sorry sh- I mean sorry. yeah Everybody forgot about Meek's response No I'm sorry Yeah you're right no, That no, was the same yeah, we night We played
0: it At the stash party I yeah. remember A friend of mine um, From a particular Music entity mm-hmm. uh, Came to me you know in the party and said me came out with some new shit mm. and i said is it hot and all they said was we got reference tracks we got we got uh people talking shit on it and i remember running around the club <laughs> in full philadelphia glory just like yeah it's time it's time for that shit now and Fence the high i felt <laughs> at that moment yeah to see, <laughs> <laughs> to see my timeline like i remember one of one of my good friends is a dj he texts me Around that time, I guess when, when Flex dropped it or when whoever dropped it, and he just texts me, oh, my God, oh, my God. I'm like, and I'm texting back, like, dog, I'm in the club. Is it crazy? He's like, dog, it's coming out right now. And then not even 20 minutes later, he was like, Bro, that shit was horrible, and I'm like, "Yo, you just went from oh my god to horrible." He was like, "I know, because I didn't hear it yet." He's like, "This shit is bad, yo," and I'm just like, "It's really that bad." And the timeline was just like, "Are you serious? What is this shit?" And then I heard it myself, and I was just, I was just, yeah, they, they ate it wasn't, him a lot. It wasn't, it wasn't, man. It wasn't. But the
1: thing is that now, because Drake puts out, um, he does his concert and he like goes in on Meek with all the memes mm-hmm, rotating mm-hmm. in the background of his of his stage show. And now, at least, Meek is going to hate Drake. Like, Meek is going to <laughs> hate him so much. Yeah. And so, really, Meek, I mean, Drake has saved Meek from, like, a, a really embarrassing, like, loss. Why? Because now he's going to come back with something good. Well, well no, no, no. But that's, it's not, I, don't, I don't think that he hated Drake
0: in the beginning. But now I think he does. I can see that. And then you had last night. And I remember saying, I was like, listen, Meek could have came out with something that was Ether-esque. It could have been TakeOver-esque. It could have been whatever. The, it could have been the greatest disc in history. But essentially, Meek, I mean, essentially, Drake had the last possession to end of the game. Oh, my God. You know, like, he could have done whatever. He, he right. had whatever he wanted home to do. Court. On his home court, in front of everyone, he knows that everybody, Drake knew that everybody was going to be... Watching with beta breath Just like yo What is Drake gonna do Is he gonna really Eat through his career And then like All the stuff started Coming out yesterday With like The free Meek Mill t-shirts yep. And and you know He was saying theorist. He was gonna end his He's career. like yo yeah, I'm gonna yeah. end it Like conspiracy theorists Oh it's a It's a five minute track With production from You know 40 Boy Wonder and Jesus Right And like Kanye has a feature You know all this shit But it, it was one of the things It was like WWF It was like wrestling Back yo, in like The early 90s But the I think the The worst might be that Kanye, oh. Will Smith,
1: mm. Meek, all <laughs> laugh, no, dra- no, and Drake, all laughing at Meek. Backstage. Right, there's a video of them laughing at these memes. And, and by the way, well, you don't
0: know what. Uh, so <laughs> okay, I'm okay. Oh, right. I, I'm gonna it cape. I'm gonna cape context. because this is this is this is this is one of the ones where I'm gonna forego for a split second my city and yeah. go family yeah. Mm-hmm. first. Yeah, you don't necessarily know what they were laughing at. Fair. You saw them looking at a phone. They could have been looking at a picture I and laughing Kanye about a picture. Sure. Says, he, like, said, he does say that's a meme, yeah. but my thing is no one would say something is a meme See, if it's I a would, meme already. I, do you? By the way, it is funny
1: that Drake, who is the biggest meme, has teamed up with his brothers and sisters and <laughs> all the other memes. <laughs> the meme brothers. Yeah. Y- Setting Philly aside, Absolutely. do you have, maybe not a favorite, but like respect for a certain meme? Is there something that
0: like made you laugh out loud? Or cry, because <laughs> um, my favorite. And- I mean, listen, I'm all about. I'm all about internet humor, man. Yeah, like yeah. If yeah. anybody knows me, my meme and gift collection is strong. <laughs> um, Talk I, about it. I will. Say, <laughs> <laughs> I will say that. Um, I will say the picture of Meek and Rice was was an instant classic. Yeah. That shit was funny. Um, I saw someone say on Twitter that you can't spell Meek Mill without two L's. That, that was a good one. I saw uh, I saw a particular tweet where a guy was was talking about the situation and like at the end of the tweet he's like, "Yeah, if you think this tweet looks weird, that's because Meek took all of the L's earlier in the week." Yeah. Like you know, I do think that this entire thing has put. Um, I think it's put you know Nicki in into a rough spot. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just that just seems like the roughest spot. You know, it's kind of just like music aside. You know, no man wants to seem like he lost anything to his woman, right? You know, yeah. so kind of like especially a woman that does the same thing as essentially the the two guys do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I do I do think it put I do I do think it puts her in a rough spot. Do I think Meek can actually bounce back in this? I think he can.
2: Just yeah, put out good music, good music,
0: especially with with what Drake did last night um you know like using all the memes and stuff like that which i think is genius i think it is too i don't i haven't seen an artist in this current era use social media and it, essentially I, I do kind of, of find it ironic you know shout out to my my you know my good friends out there um i saw a tweet last night that said you know the complete irony of drake using other people's material yeah to to bury sure meek and i'm just like that's like the Quentin, Miller like a thing. Pfft, yeah you know what I'm I mean, like well, he hasn't even like addressed the ghostwriting stuff, really, not at all, I mean, but yeah i, I don't I don't think you
1: I don't think he you has to, I don't no, think you have to because you know why we're living in this era now where Rick Ross, for the longest time, didn't even acknowledge the fact that, yes, there were photographs, and there was <laughs> yeah, I was a like, written, written, officer <laughs> written <laughs> yeah, written evidence, the fact that he was a corrections officer, and then he just like acted like people weren't even happened. talking, right. And his career blew blew the hell up. Absolutely. So you can, and by the way, Meek is underneath him. So you talk about authenticity. It's really it's a difficult Jesus. position to play. But um, and by the way, I love Rick Ross. I love his, like the personality. I love the music. Like I'm a fan. So mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. In terms of Drake, though, maybe he doesn't even have to acknowledge it. How about this? What happens if – so Drake has has uh, taken his talents down to Houston for Houston Appreciation Weekend a couple yep. years in a row. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> I see what you're doing
1: here. I'm just curious. What if he
0: Decide, got no, some I'm, permits? I wanted to do something in Philly? Yeah. Jesus. Um, would, would the people come out? I think they would, and I think they would for a couple of different reasons. I think they would to see what he would do. Mm-hmm. I think they would because people genuinely like Drake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would have that crowd that would, and that are very pro Meek Mill and would like try to do something to mess all that up. And I, I really don't think Philly is a city where you would want to go to like start shit because, you know, my, my city is a very. It's a very unique city mm-hmm. And has a very unique history and how we handle things So uh, You know I, I hope Drake wouldn't do that <laughs> But You know I think yeah I think that people But if out. it does happen How many people are you bringing? <laughs> Shit <laughs>
1: How many people can fit in the jeep? Yeah. Um, <laughs> how many people can fit in the
0: jeep? Meek is actually performing At Made in America mm-hmm. So I think that you know, it. The, there may be another last possession. I mean, it, it definitely mm. all definitely goes. That's a month away. Well, it, it is. It is a month away.
1: That's good because it gives some time to write records <laughs> to get to a studio.
0: I mean, my thing. I think what I'm. What I think is this. I think that because a question you asked me earlier is, could Meek come back? Yeah. I think that if Meek dropped songs with bars, just straight, uncensored, unadulterated bars. No gimmicks, no no reference tracks. Like at this point, we we know what we quote unquote know. Yep. Mm. Um, you know, bump it. At this point, he's taking it past. He hasn't yeah. cited anything with that with you. He said things about you specifically. He needs like specific. We need specifics. Yeah. We don't need hearsay off past events. We don't need hearsay off of what happened at such and such's thing yep. years ago. Right. How he didn't forget? No, we need shit now. Right. If he does that, and if he like really. Sets that stage right. To Made in America mm-hmm. Because I mean OVO Fest is, is, is huge yeah. OVO Fest is definitely huge now You know I would say it in our two countries Especially in Canada You know but I think Made in America Is is as equal Maybe in a, some sense maybe a bigger stage Than um, OVO Fest Yeah okay we're doing 7 game series I'll say he's down 2-0 He's. I mean, he's I taking would say some punches. it's a five-game series. Oh, okay. okay, all right. If we do five-game series, I would say he's down. He's down two. Okay. Um, I say two and a half after last night because <laughs> I think it could have been it could have been a lot worse. Like, and I said that I was like, "Yo, listen, if if it stops at the memes, because you know, essentially, I think because he did it at the beginning of the show, right? You know, people only, I won't say they forgot about it, but it was kind of like by the time Kanye and and Future and Travis Scott and all those guys went on and Pharrell and them." Um, I won't say if people forgot. It was a definitely a lot of blowback on social media, kinda yep, like just right. like damn, like this really happened. But I mean, you know, it could have been a lot worse. Well let's just say Drake hinted maybe there's he's got some stuff. Oh, in, there's a third song. It a third. third song. Yes. What'd he say?
1: Fuck the chaser. Fuck the chaser when we're giving shots when we're taking shots. quite a lot. I'm Eric. I'm Jeff.
0: I'm Corey Towns, thank
1: you guys for having it. Yo, what up? It's Eric, AKA Movie Below, AKA Hurricane Irene. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, AKA Bang Hammers, AKA Bob Vila. Oh, I'm Bridget-Pierre.
3: I didn't I a- wasn't ready for that. Nobody prepped me for that. I would've had a rap name.
1: And this is a waste of time with This is the Real. Bow, 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 Welcome to the Upper West Side.
3: I feel so unprepared. That was not fair. No,
1: okay. You said you don't do research. Yeah, you don't do any research. I
3: purposely did not. You but know, shit, you know what? I feel like I needed to do that. You
1: know what? You know what the greatest one was. So we used to work for MTV doing okay. like absurdist interviews that would start off like that. And we've interviewed everyone from. Questlove love to stevie wonder okay right um to uh we didn't do, did do the gunshots for stevie wonder it no, would have been either. a little bit off-putting um yeah i think we, so too. Uh, dwayne wade and dwight howard and right. um uh sarah Borellis and like alice cooper and everyone right and you would think that at a certain point people would either know or or take it well or something and because uh, it was always meant to surprise people you know who had the best who knew what was up was feist, feist. yeah feist Really, the singer Feist yeah. had you know AKAs what? I believe that though.
3: I believe that we didn't. <laughs> I believe that Yo, she's she kind of dope.
1: She was really dope. She was awesome. She it's always to, the quiet ones. It is it always the quiet, ones. <laughs> um, <laughs> it the quiet ones. Um, <laughs> all right. So you said you did no research on us. You just nope. wanted to come in like Completely eyes open and
3: just eyes and ears open and ready to go.
1: Okay. Um, well. Uh, There's
3: tea, there's cookies. This was the warmest welcome I've gotten in a long time, honestly. I didn't even have a rider for this. This is really impressive. (laughs) What
1: is on your rider?
3: um tequila usually tequila okay. and wine tequila and red wine are usually the first items because on my as you
1: said to us before we started recording mm-hmm. tequila makes you happy tequila makes tequila you Tequila
3: makes me really happy it makes mm-hmm. me feel like it's you know i'm a little bag of wonderful it's a party <laughs> wherever i'm at with tequila it's a turn up every time um wine just kind of though cal- calms the nerves before my show so mm-hmm. i like to drink a glass of wine as well as take a, a bottle shot of, of wine
1: <laughs> just like a just take it to the head
3: Well, I try not to unless I'm really in a mood. If I'm pissed off, then I might. But, I mean, that's rare. That's a rare occasion. And water and honey and lemon and, you know. That's
1: you don't need your simple. like walls painted no. a certain color.
3: No, I'm not there. I'm not there yet. Okay,
1: I'm not there yet. I feel like at some no point promises. though, I'm gonna be
3: really. Yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm gonna like be that all girl. All
1: restoration hardware. You should. Yeah. Do you have a color in it mind? It has to be
3: all West Elm nylon <laughs> accent pillows. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, That's how I'm gonna feel yeah. at some point. Like it'll, it'll I'll be that. When people by do the that, way,
1: you say with so much neck.
3: <laughs> I do, listen. That's what it's gonna be when I'm doing it. It's gonna. I'm gonna say it has to be this. It has to smell. I'm always.
1: I'm always so curious as to like, so that each venue has to like get all that like. All that stuff again. It's not oh, like yeah. you travel with it and decorate it yourself.
3: I mean, I'll travel with some throat coats. You meaning just like, in case, you know, yeah. The general. Yeah. Yeah. Of, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're expected to, to show up with it. I mean, my rider is never obnoxious. Okay, I mean, it hasn't been obnoxious, so I feel like I mean, people don't really have an issue with it. They can ha- just go to Costco and pick up some tea if need be. You know what I mean? It's not that deep.
1: right, it, but it, because it's Costco, it's a ton of tea. Just it's a, a ton lot, ton of so tea. Much like <laughs> I just,
3: you never know. Sometimes I may want to, I may want to take it with me to the next stop. <laughs> we don't know.
1: So the um. The podcast started out as... We sold it to the podcast network mm. as a dinner party-style conversation. At our oh. Upper West Side apartment. Yeah, where we're, we're going to have all these rappers, rappers and, and personalities yep. up. And so they put out the press release. And it said that uh, it was a dinner party. And we were like, well, that's different. Yeah, so now we we're forcing our hands. Cook for people, and so we did. We cooked for everyone from uh, like smoked dizza to um, fat trail to you know everyone in between. Sinbad, that's Sinbad. kind Sinbad. of incredible, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
3: so it turned out all right. I mean, do you do you know how to cook? I mean, these yeah, are well prepared yeah, yeah, yeah. meals. These aren't like, hey, yeah. come over for frozen. No. When rice. we did, when we did, oh, actually, the... we
1: did, we did get <laughs> frozen food for fat Jew <laughs> as like a as like a fuck you sort of thing. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, as yeah. you should. Like he's not getting like he's the a only nice one that's going to appreciate it anyway. Right. Um, but no, we. Made uh, like a salmon and papillote for um, Bodega Bams, yeah. who oh. ate the lemon. By the way, yeah. Like I don't know if that's like like in, you know like Spanish not, Harlem be, thing or <laughs> no. I don't think you ever eat a lemon. <laughs> I didn't
3: know? think you were supposed to. <laughs> no, eat but the he, lemon. he he, he went was hungry. Full
1: in and he he ate it. He was hungry.
3: He committed. Okay, yeah.
1: yeah. Maybe yeah. it's I a man. Dominican thing. But today, know. so today we ran up to um, this place called Silver Moon Bakery, and they have really dope cookies. And we decided it's tea time. During the day, so why so not? So I
3: love how the rappers got like the Anthony Bourdain style treatment, and I show up and I no, got fucking we gargantuan you cookies. <laughs> like this is not fair. <laughs> we could have just teasing you. you. Just, just I mean, come on. We could have
1: gotten you what we got for Fat Jew. So
3: <laughs> that's true. You know what? I would actually take this because sometimes I go places and people are like, "Oh, well, I, f- I feel like you probably don't eat, so we just got you quinoa." Like, no, yeah. you could have just done oh, mashed potatoes and chicken. I would have been fine.
1: They make assumptions.
3: Oh yeah, absolutely. Really? I've gone why? places before where there's there will be a spread, and the spread is like you know cucumbers and. And, you know, mm-hmm. watermelon, and I'm like, oh my where god! Am I but how delicious
1: it? are cucumbers? <laughs> they
3: are, but come on, man! So filling. I went to a place one time, and they had cucumbers and watermelon. I was like, you can't give me, you can't give me the Body Shop <laughs> lotion combo of food. That's not fair. Are it's
1: you cheating. afraid to tell people like where your spot is in the city? Like, yeah, really? Oh yeah. Like, absolutely. there's a restaurant that you'll go to that, like, you just want to keep your own. Absolutely. All right. I
3: have a couple, but I feel like at this point, it's kind of people are up on it already, oh, really? so it's not. Yeah.
1: Celebrity sighting. Subaro. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. It's not even like a celebrity sighting. It's just like. It's one of no, you're the places. celebrity,
1: you'll get se- you get seen at this place. Is Not the point. just
3: that, but just like I don't want people to know where where I'm, like, right, I'm waiting. Wait like, like I don't want to wait in, don't in line. Want, yeah. I don't wanna I don't wanna make it hot and then oh. it's all, all of a sudden it's packed every time I go.
1: That's that's cool for you Not so good for the owners Of the place That's true yeah, we I'm kind of like,
3: hating On the business a little you bit You are a <laughs> lot But I go there And I order like a really Not like a stupid amount of food So they can't really And I'm always with a squad So oh, I good. never go by myself To try to beat. No I'm going in with Four or five people We're starving See, Probably drunk bringing, Like,
1: <laughs> If you're bringing Four to five people yeah. Then those people All know it and then those people are going to bring. four Yeah, no, five but it's people. always the no. same
3: four to five consistent team. And like you we have a code, it and you trust your team.
1: Absolutely, yeah, that's we can't. What I'm we can't
3: be out here giving you know. Giving Who are all you the rolling with? <laughs> out. Right.
1: I roll with one of the four or five people.
3: <laughs> so you're the yeah. You yeah. want the network. You're like <laughs> yeah. I want to. I want to be someone else's plus one. Can we do this?
1: <laughs> so do you get count, You you're you are a celebrity. Kind you of. are you're you're of a certain level, right? I guess. Do you do all your friends just count on being like a plus four? No. Okay.
3: No, I don't believe in that. Travel light, travel far. All right. I really try to keep it small. Depending on where the event is or what we're doing, yeah, I, I like two to three people max with me, and that's it. Okay. You brought yeah. one person with you today. <laughs> yeah, only one. <laughs> Billy we, J. We Billy had... J. Billy J. is like is like my automatic plus one. Like, to Billy, Billy J. Isn't even a plus one. Billy J. is Billy J. on yeah, the list. Yeah, he's like, like he's, your right arm. He's yeah, that, that's it.
1: When the Migos came, they had like ten people here, and it was just like, Gu- guys, where where are we gonna fit yeah, you all? Like, only at the end was somebody like, oh, maybe you should check and make sure everything is still here. <laughs> From Migos Yeah Oh Well just because like You know they're just like In other like bedrooms I and mean stuff, and you and said just,
3: You like, said one of them Had their Cyclops glasses on To, elim- to yeah. eliminate And see through All the fuck shit So <laughs> yeah. I guess that means They were looking He could have been finding Wherever you might have hid some money under the In the cushions Or whatever Or he the computers
1: seen it. Yeah
3: Yeah he might have Just taken that laptop And been yeah. like what's this interview <laughs> You don't know
1: Um, Actually I think it's a, like And I brought this up With the Smoked Is interview I feel like it's a very New York thing mm-hmm. That you don't go to Your fr- Like people's apartments No yeah.
3: You don't. We meet outside in public. You don't need to know where I live. See, like, I feel that way. He yeah. He was saying,
1: yeah. and Eric disagreed um, with me as well. He was saying that um, because I'm not a smoker, mm-hmm. that's why I don't go to my friend's apartments. Because you just go because to his hate... apartment to smoke
3: weed? Yeah. Gotcha. Well, I mean, I feel like that could be accurate. I guess it's a it's a subculture thing. I don't smoke weed so I can't right. I, yeah. I I couldn't I, say whether that's the case or not. But I would believe that. I would believe yeah, that. In it New feels, New York. It yeah, it feels it feels believable enough. I don't know. Yeah. I mean I- Smokers for the most part stick together anyway. They're kind of clicky, so it's That's like true. they
1: roll in groups of four to five. What do you know
3: about that? <laughs> oh, I roll in groups of four to five, but it's usually not. We're not smokers, but I mean, I mean, a couple, a couple of them are. But they don't. I, they show up high already, so it's not like hey, right. let's all collectively go do this as a group activity. But I don't think I don't think I want people to know where I live. Okay. I mean, I just feel like in New York, and especially in New York, it's just kind of like. It's too accessible. Already, I take the train. Mm-hmm. I would rather be on the train than in a cab and sit in traffic and pay right. $50 to go nine blocks. So I just...
1: And now they drive 25 miles per hour because they don't want to break the new speed limit. So it's going to take even longer oh, yeah, to get to a place. yeah, ticket is real. Yeah. But on the other side of it, late at night, if you're taking a local train, that's always a bummer. Absolutely. Um, where are you originally from? Chelsea. Chelsea. Really, I grew up in the city. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, like everybody makes a mistake because my initials are BK, so everybody automatically thinks, thinks that I'm from Brooklyn. And I have a deep, raspy voice. I have like a mean tonality problem. But <laughs> so I think people just assume anyway. Like, oh, she's got to be from Brooklyn. She's rude and, <laughs> and she talks fast. That's the assumption.
1: There's rude people all over the city, right? Come on, all over the. Let's city Let's just be honest.
3: It doesn't matter where they are. There's rude people in Times Square. Um, you did take. i was so upset that I was. I promised I wasn't going to eat this no, but, cookie. but
1: look but at it eating, though. You're eating so little, of and the they're soft cookies. too. <laughs> yeah, I was
3: going to take the little piece. Uh, you left, it's really anime. good.
1: Shout out to Silver Moon Bakery. Yeah,
3: this is pretty good, guys. It's really good. Yeah. I mean, it's
1: not like we baked it, but thank you. Yeah, yeah.
3: eat the cookie, man.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah, we can't bake. Can you bake?
3: I actually really, I make a really great apple pie. That's the only thing I can make.
1: That's a science. Incredible. Like, well. yeah. If you, if like, you go over or under, like yeah. it might not come out. No. So your crust is nice. My crust is nice. Your apples.
3: My apples are always soft. Okay, mm-hmm. what kind of
1: apples are you using?
2: I use Granny Smith apples. Oh, you do. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, yeah.
1: you want it tart? No, no. <laughs> <I> <laughs> don't just, Eric doesn't know what yeah, these yeah, words yeah. mean. <laughs> Eric is just saying words. Eric has watched like Master Chef Junior. No, and thinks well, that when he's you an put, expert.
3: The thing is, is Granny Smith apples <laughs> take longer to. Like to to turn brown. Oh really? So when you put yeah. So when you do like a when I make the mix with the vanilla mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the brown sugar to put on the apples. Yeah. And you sprinkle lemon on them. They you can let it sit for longer so the sugar soaks into Granny Smiths. Better, cool. I find that. So any they're, apple. so
1: they're tart is what Eric was saying. <laughs> no, they're yeah. sweet as shit okay, actually. Yeah. So <laughs> when are you when are you baking pies? Like is this for like Winter, Thanksgiving?
3: Yeah. I do, it, I do it in the winter time I can't in the summertime. I'm not that my hung, My hun- appetite is just it's lost because really? it's so hot yeah it's hot as shit I don't want to eat a giant piece of pie alright that's fair yeah. see so, but
1: then when you bring it in with like the ice cream though
3: I don't eat ice cream I have a weird listen I go through this all the time I have a weird thing I was traumatized as a kid because my aunt used to make all the sandwiches with mayonnaise mhm but it was like the Kirkland signature giant. Yeah, the, yeah, like yeah you get a Costco. Costco. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the giant mm-hmm, tub. Mm-hmm. And it used, she used to like scoop it and would make noise. Traumatized. <laughs> I hate all things that are white and creamy. No yogurt, no sour cream, no tartar sauce, ranch Definitely dressing. no mayo. Definitely no mayo. No milk, no nothing. I eat cereal dry.
1: You eat cereal dry? Yes. Okay, that's, that's a little bizarre.
3: I just don't like things that are white and it's the consistency too. It's a texture thing.
1: By the way, you're sitting with two white guys right now. I know, yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> I mean no, I wouldn't white. I wouldn't classify either one of you as creamy. I don't think no. that's <laughs> I don't think
1: I don't think that's qualifying
3: smooth. <laughs> 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 smooth.
2: Yeah.
3: smooth is a lot better than creamy. <laughs> um
1: so you're originally from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See Billy J wants he knows what's up, he take wants a cookie.
3: Little, oh. Take a little piece of that off for of me. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I want. Um
1: that's it. What were you gonna say? You're originally from Chelsea. I am. What's the stereotype of Chelsea people? I mean, there is none, guys.
3: honestly because, listen, when I was growing up, it was not like she-she. It was not queer eye for the straight guy at all. Mm-hmm. It was like crackheads and trannies. It wasn't fly.
1: Were so, you were you near like a subway station at
3: least? Um yeah, I was on Ninth Avenue. I okay. was on Twentieth and Ninth. But it was like nothing nothing that I grew up with. None of the like the corner stores, the laundromat, the meat market. None of it is there. Right. It's everything is gone. So. We're yes. living in a Highline era
1: now, so <laughs>
3: it's it's weird. The whole neighborhood has completely changed. My mother still lives there. Her friends still live there. So I mean, I still does have some, she enjoy but the High Not really. Okay.
1: I don't think anybody from New York actually. No like, one enjoys really the Highline. enjoys. It the Highline. is a tourist trap now. Yeah. Like it gets busy.
3: It's just kind of like why? Well, I, I mean, it's the same shit we see. We've been seeing every day. So I'm right. cool.
1: Right. Um. So at any point, I, I assume you started singing like real early, right?
3: No. Really? Mm. Mm-mm. I wanted to save the dolphins and the whales when I was a
2: kid.
1: Okay, I love you. Can I mean, still sing and save animals. Yeah, yeah. In or whatever her name is. She but did I it. wanted
3: to, <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to be a marine biologist when I was a kid. Really? That was really what I wanted to do. How far did that go? Um, as far as me <laughs> signing my mother up for all these conservatory things, where she had to donate money. <laughs> <first> <laughs> off, but I um, no, I I really took an interest in it, and I actually. I didn't really take music seriously until I was about 10 years old. Okay. And I was driving in the car, and Lauryn Hill's, well, the Fugees, um, Mm -hmm. Killing Me Softly came on the radio. And I was singing it, top of my lungs, wasn't even thinking about it. And they, like, turned the the radio down, and everyone turned around. I was in the backseat of the van. Everybody turned around and looked (laughs) at me, like, really? Like, this is what you've been hiding and sitting on this whole time? And then all of a sudden it was like, okay, well I can sing. This is something that'll be cool, and I yeah. can, you know, let me let me try it. And my dad, my, my dad put me in a church choir. That's cool. So that that's where that began.
1: What uh, what range are you? I'm an alto. Okay. Did yeah. anyone ever try to change you?
3: Absolutely. And well, I went to Laguardia. I went to performing arts school, so okay. it was the the training was classical. It was like, yeah. okay, well you get to sing opera in French, and <laughs> Italian, and German. I was like, when can I sing like the Sister Act? Shit? Like, where's, the, where's the cool part? You know what I mean? And it never it never never happened. But they definitely tried to, you know they try and train you in a way that makes you more versatile but it doesn't necessarily build on your strengths so for me i struggled because i I have a deep voice so i was singing alto and sometimes like a gospel choir would be like well try soprano we don't have enough sopranos today so try to sing soprano right and i would end up blowing out my voice and be pissed off like well damn i'm I'm not a soprano for a reason (laughs) really it was punishment it was punishment a little bit but it was fine i like being an alto
1: did you resent your teachers at all
3: only one. Okay. Only one because I felt like she had it out for me a little bit. But yeah. I will admit, in high school, I was a complete bitch. So I understand why she probably gave me shit was because I was such a pain in the ass. But I think, <laughs> but I also think you know she didn't she didn't really want me to be great. Like I was yeah, just trying to be great myself. Yeah. She wouldn't give you that myself. West Elm. Yeah. yeah. She wouldn't give me the West Elm accent pillows. Like she yeah. just wasn't trying to let me shine bright like a diamond. So we, we bumped <laughs> heads. But I think you know in the in the in the wake of all of that, I think she recognized that I she thought I was talented yeah. without really giving me credit. So I
1: know <laughs> that you used to perform in the subways. Yep. Um but more importantly, mm-hmm. did you do so uh showtime? <laughs> did you ever showtime? No.
2: <laughs> no? I
3: wanted to so badly. But I never Once I again, never got around
2: to it. So well, first late. of all, for people who what don't you know what showtime is, <laughs>
1: it's it's a bunch of like usually guys um who come onto a train car, yep. bring a radio, announce showtime! that it's showtime, mm-hmm. and then do acrobatics from like the the yeah. handrails yeah, on um, the subway and so like but there's also like hat tricks that people sure. do um there's a lot of like flipping around and then like you always have to go in an effort around. to to get tips and you yeah. know the hope is that you'll get a yeah. good amount of money by the end of the day by by you know having yeah. fun on the subway so you never did showtime
3: no i was sweating bullets on the l train the l train platform at union square because that was the only place the cops weren't going so <laughs> that was the only place i could go and sing my ass off and not get arrested
1: what, where was your spot in union square
3: It was on the L platforms. It was all the way down.
1: No, but you have to go to, like, one end or the other? Or stay in the middle?
3: Wherever wherever there was no other performer, because there was always performers there. Right.
1: See, but you... You weren't actually on the subway. You were actually on the subway oh, I'm a, platform. On the platform. Oh, yeah, yeah, I
3: was on the platform. I had, like, little CDs and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bumper um, stickers. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, probably, I'm going to say, six years ago at this point. Wait, hold on. Yeah. Bumper stickers. I got bumper stickers. Do you still? write oh, for New York. I Because I was thinking, like, there's no cars in New York, but then it's also, they can be put anywhere. You yeah. can put them anywhere. You can yeah. put them yeah. all over the city, which right. was
3: right. initially my thought, and that, you know, we um, really we didn't I think we did we did that. We tried it but it, it didn't we didn't get enough. We didn't order enough.
1: Gotcha. Oh so that was that's great then. Yeah, yeah. That's a good problem. You sold out. Yeah.
3: yeah um
1: good. like six years ago um, we wanted to write for... And we were just, you know, doing sketch videos. So we, start, we started out doing sketch videos. Mm-hmm. First video we ever did was called Deconstructing Biggie, where we took the Biggie line, your mags, my style, you're admiring, don't be mad, UPS is hiring. Looked at it from the UPS driver's perspective, who hated it. And the DHL and the FedEx guys thought it was the greatest thing in the world, right? Mm-hmm. And the video did crazy numbers, and then we were like, let's do another video. The next video we did was... Um, we threw an early retirement party for Lloyd Banks. Um, <laughs> he was not popping <laughs> at the wasn't, time. He, he wasn't happy about it apparently we learned seven years later when he came up to eric and i we were interviewing um g-unit <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and 50 came in super friendly um yayo comes in super friendly uh young buck. young buck comes in Terrific. super friendly Lloyd yeah. banks. banks comes right over to me and goes i know you i don't like you you made fun of me don't make me beat you up and then go sits on the other side of the room we were just like uh oh. did i do we make fun of him? We're like long memory for this guy. Right. But like I, and what's crazy is that like we bring it up fairly often in meetings and stuff just because like that's like the history of things and I, I honestly was just like I don't even know what this guy's talking about. This is the second oh, story you told clear. me
3: today, by the way, where somebody has kind of almost threatened you a little bit. Yeah, Wait, oh, yeah. we have so
1: many more. No,
3: really? Does that
1: happen a lot? No, no, no.
3: Am I, I mean, safe here? Like, we, uh, oh, do yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. To be worried? Somebody's gonna break you your jaw down. You're you're good, good, down. Good, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No,
1: there's far many more people who <laughs> like us than don't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But we've had we've had glasses thrown at us. Oh. We've had that was a glass that was thrown at you. Okay. Yes, a glass was thrown at me. Don't on this. Um, we've had uh someone else threatened to. Punches in the face. It's but you know generally it comes with
3: the, it comes with the territory. It does. Yeah.
1: It does. Well, a lot more people actually, and maybe you know this, like have a better sense of humor in this business yes. than don't.
3: I, th- I feel like you have to though. You can't take yourself too Nowadays, seriously as an yeah. artist. right I mean, it's just. Uh, but I, you know what? You know what has actually made made it impossible to be the opposite is social media. Yeah. Because now you, this everybody has access to everything that you do and everything that you say. So it's like it doesn't even. Shout out to
1: OVO Fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, By the way, your social media or well. I don't know I I told my mom I was like well we're gonna interview Bridget Kelly and she was like the woman from Bridgegate Chris Christie's like <laughs> and I was like no let me tell you
3: how much my timeline was flooded I, I bet bed. people were like you crazy bitch and I was like what did I do did somebody-
1: you know what you did Yeah, yeah oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my mm-hmm. fault
3: apparently mm-hmm.
1: so um so six years ago, uh, we were like, we were doing these sketches and we we're like, let's take it to the next level. We want to write for like the VMAs. Oh,
3: right. I forgot oh. there was a story to this. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's we,
3: amazing. I have the worst ADD. I would never have gone back to that. <laughs> yeah. you, we, there were like five tangents. Sorry.
1: It's all Come good. On. We So we, we were like, let's get on their radar by by doing a series of videos where we'll pretend to be subway performers. I'll drum Ooh-hmm. on a bunch of of um, a bunch of yeah Home Depot buckets and Jeff will sing and we'll video it and it'll be funny and the, and the whole thing. Right. So we'll go to an empty subway stop. So we went to um, uh, Central Park West.
3: Oh, I was going to say like a G-Train
2: stop? No, no. And this is at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, the A C E line. Yeah, no one's one's down there. We
1: went all the way to the end. There's like one exit. So we went the opposite of the exit. There's no one there. And we're drumming our hearts out and singing our hearts out and videoing it. So there's three of us there. And it was great. And we got all of our material. But at that point a subway car comes and the conductor looks over at us makes Sees a call we're filming. yeah makes a call in the subway makes a call to the cops and about like 6 to 8 police officers show up for like these three skinny guys because we're living in a post 911 world and That's you weren't right. allowed to film in the subway stations uh, yeah. we are suspicious yeah and um and the guys come over to us and they were just like they're like what are you guys doing and in that moment it's you either say uh, we go to you know, uh, like, like Columbia, yeah, Film Columbia or, or SUNY Purchase or something, and be like, we're we're students and we're doing this project, right. or we just tell them the truth and we're like, we're hip hop sketch comedians, we're hoping to work for MTV, we're doing this stuff, and they were just like, Oh, that's cool. How do you make money? And we're just like, what are you? Our parents? Yeah. Like,
3: <laughs> like, oh, thanks for not arresting me, sir. I now know, you're gonna question yeah. me on the platform, and then they,
1: then they let us go. But it was so weird. It was oh. so weird, but that's that's what happened to us in a, in a subway. Stop. Have you ever had uh, tra- trouble with the with the police? Absolutely, with the law. Absolutely. Yeah, Johnny oh, Law. Yeah. Really?
3: Only a couple times, but I've never been arrested. Mm-hmm. Most importantly, I've, I've never been arrested, which is the most important thing. Um, but yeah, I've been. In case been, your mom's listening. In case, in case anybody's listening, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not a. a you I'm have no record. <laughs> I'm not a threat to society by any means. But um, no, I did. I've had a couple run-ins with police. I mean, you know, it's you get pulled over sometimes, and mm-hmm. it's step out of the car Is Everything okay?
1: Was everything okay I mean
3: yeah Plus I'm a lot lighter Than all the guys that I date So if I'm in the passenger seat Then it's also I get 15 questions like Sir don't answer this Ma'am are you all right? And it's like Really Yeah I'm not If I was being abducted Do you really think I'd be in the passenger seat With my (laughs) shoes on the the dashboard Mm -hmm. Like that wouldn't be the case Well maybe it's Stockholm
1: Syndrome Ah yeah Yeah (laughs) Um um, I got pulled over uh, once in my life um, We were coming back from a club And I didn't—I uh, don't drive that much And mm-hmm. it was a very bright night, full moon And I did not put my lights on We were mm-hmm. also under under a street light And the uh, policeman Pulled me over First question says like where are you coming from Or like what were you doing tonight or something And I don't drink and so he was like You know what were you doing and I was just like Dancing <laughs> and then he told me to get out of the car And walk in line <laughs>
3: Yeah, oh, you're a dancer, huh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's see your moves on the sidewalk, shall we? Turn
1: That's your lights funny. on. Yeah. Um, okay, so guys you date.
3: Guys I date.
1: Have you, okay, t- there was this big article in the New York Times probably uh, a month, a month and a half ago that mm-hmm. came out about a new term. It's been going on for a long time, but now they have a term for it and it's called ghosting.
3: What's ghosting?
1: Ghosting is when you Doesn't just... does it sound dope?
3: <laughs> it sounds really awesome. What yeah. is ghosting? It's when
1: you totally stop communication with someone that you've been seeing and don't even like acknowledge them Yeah, you just disappear. Anymore. You ghost
3: I don't think I've ever done that to anybody Has any- that
1: happened to you? No Alright You seem like a nice a nice woman But I'm
3: also a little crazy So I feel like people would be scared to Just ghost Just as I
1: say like you're really nice Don't like, go
3: ghost on me I'm gonna go thriller on you You know what I mean It's well, kind of I feel like I give that off So nobody's really trying to Right okay. I feel
1: like if somebody ghosted you You would actually show up at their apartment would And be like I am here <laughs> I am,
3: You thought you oh. were gonna get away So and okay
1: you burn Whenever you building. go through a breakup Do you need closure?
3: Yeah, uh, One way I, or another Yes Absolutely
1: Okay yeah, so if people ghosted, like, that's no good. Oh, no. You, if people, you will go and get your closure.
3: Oh, I will. I'll sit outside. <laughs> I will abs- I'll camp out. I'm really, I'll, <laughs> I'll find out where you are. We'll have mutual friends. I mean, you know, depending on who it is. But I haven't... I'm a relationship person. So, like, I was in a relationship for, like, four years. Okay. And, and so I... That was, like, it was just one person I was dealing with. And I was single for a little bit. And then, I'm like, I've been trying to kind of maybe... It's too... I have no... Dating, meeting new people is so difficult Just so tough
1: all across the board or in New York City because they all think that you're the other Bridget Kelly
3: (laughs) they do nobody wants to date anyone that works for Chris Christie but I think um, no I think just in general like I don't even I've been off of the dating scene for so long that Mm -hmm. meeting somebody new that I'm interested in I wouldn't even know how to like really flirt with some, because I'm, I'm usually right, so usually You feel like you're a rookie, anyway. yeah. <laughs> so I feel like somebody I, I flirt with I, I like unconsciously flirt with people that I have no interest in and then the people that I may actually be interested in are kind of mm. like oh well she's like that with everybody so she doesn't like me and I'm like wait, That's, no, that's a thing. I, do. <laughs> I don't know if there's a term
1: for that but that is a thing.
3: We need a term for that.
1: I know. Um...
3: We need to we need to come up with a term for that because that's yeah. a problem for me. That's a real problem for me. Really? Oh yeah. I don't know how to not. I'm, I flirt with everybody. You so are. Who I don't you know. Are. I am who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's hard. The guys don't know what to make of that. They're like, are "You really? <laughs> Is this real? Are you really?"
1: Have you okay? Have you dated friends? Yes. And has that well? Obviously, you're not with them anymore. No. Um, how did that affect the friendship?
3: Um. Mm. Here's the thing: I don't have beef with anyone. Right? No one that I've dated I think except for my ex boyfriend. My ex boyfriend hates me at the moment. Okay. But um, you know, it, we all go through that with exes anyway. At some point, there's sure like, there's a lot of hate, love. Going yeah. Right. On. Um, I feel like
1: you'd be a fun ex.
2: By other that. than him, <laughs> I would be an
3: awesome. I'm an awesome ex. <laughs> well, I'm so much nicer after <laughs> things are kind of said and done. I right. feel like you know when it's when it's like really in the moment and I'm upset and I'm heartbroken and I'm devastated and angry. There's no you know you right. can't, I'm a dragon. You can't turn me. <laughs> you can't turn me down.
1: Yeah. I love dragons. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I mean, in that moment, it's like, oh, get away from me. But otherwise, once that kind of once the dust settles, like I'm I'm, I'm cool. I'm friendly. I don't I don't have beef with any of my exes. Outside. How
1: long does it typically take you to get over a relationship? Does it have to be like,
3: Um, I would say six months to a year
1: for for everyone across the board? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that even if they were like. A friend before, even if they were just like someone you met randomly, like regardless, mm-hmm. six months to a year.
3: I wouldn't take anybody seriously that that didn't have a profound enough effect on me. So that's why I feel like I would give it that kind of window of time. Yeah, because it's like, well, you really, like, you really had an impact. Like, right. you really. So if it's over, it's I need to like psych myself out of it. Hmm. So, man, I mean, most of the songs that I write about anyway are about love. So it's sure. like that's been the source of my inspiration since I was in high school.
1: Well, does that do you? You know, everyone always says, they're just like, well, now you're in a good place to write good material. Like, you may be heartbroken, but (laughs) it's a bunch of crap, right?
3: It's totally shit. I feel like you can write good music wherever you are in your life. I think if you're in love, you still, I mean... I don't know most artists are dramatic we like the drama well, sure. like we're mel i'm women especially yeah. we're melodramatic like we live for that melancholy like general hospital style feeling so right. even if we're in love we don't even really believe like all right we'll remove ourselves from being in love for a second so that we can write this dark deep eerie <laughs> shit and then go back to being in love in real life it's yeah, like,
1: like method, method. love yeah. didn't work for future no it didn't work for future but um i mean i feel like it could have but yeah no, i mean like i'm not saying that like <laughs> anytime that future's happy well, anytime Future's happy, it's just going to be terrible for the listener.
3: <laughs> We're not going to have really awesome documentaries if well, you're happy. But you know no. what,
1: though? No, in, in retrospect, and I said this to someone, we went to the Future listening for, um, for DS2, and I mm-hmm. said to someone, in retrospect, uh, the – which record was it? Honest. Oh, no, it wasn't Honest, which is not a bad record. No. But the Drunken Love uh, version that he had, it actually wasn't that bad. In retrospect, it came up randomly on iTunes. Oh. Not that bad. Um, He wrote that for Beyonce or helped in some way for Beyonce. Right. Um, And someone leaked it at the time and it came out and people were just like, this is the worst shit I've ever heard in my life. But it, I liked it. I, I I didn't have a problem with it. No. Really wasn't I that bad. I didn't hear most his, of the internet his, did not like it. I Here, I'll sing it for it.
3: you. <laughs> oh, oh good. Okay. Jeff's an Jeff, like alto. Oh so. well. Listen, well, I'm ready. Maybe we should yeah. go to the subway platform and really perform this so yeah, I can yeah. I can get a better. A if better you feel can be, if voice. you
1: can do a soprano, <laughs> you can harmonize and it'll be nice. Nope, that's not
3: gonna happen. Sorry guys. Not even gonna do that to myself.
1: Um, who did you go to high yeah. school with that? Um. That you're still close with, like just anyone. Are you cool with anyone?
3: No, I don't talk to anyone from. You high didn't school. go to your high
1: school reunion. Nope.
3: Really? Nope.
1: Were you invited? Oh, that would have been. I like, was invited. I went to my high school reunion and stunted on everybody because everybody, because no one leaves town. School, yeah, everybody in my high school works at like delis and hair salons. Where did you go to high school? i from Up West in from Westchester. Chester.
3: Oh, well then that's different. You're living. You're living in the city. That's like the high life. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I mean,
1: you know, we also do what we do, which is different. And of course, Jeff had also gotten off the Rihanna plane. Do you remember that? Yeah, when so, she yeah. did the, the seven, seven things. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: That's kind of so, yeah. awesome. Yeah, so, so you, mean, got like like you got off And a, you stunned.
1: And I literally like the next day. It was like, was it, was like, like oh. it was like it was like R- it
3: was like Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion for real. Like you, got out, the, real you got out of the chopper, yeah, you yeah. landed. You <laughs> were like, <"Psh, laughs> we, in this, we in this bitch. Yeah, that's kind of fly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do. I just I didn't really like a lot of people in high school. People didn't. I mean, yeah, but that's why you go in guns blazing and be like, yeah, oh, but I don't want to have to talk to them. Did we like high school? They were the same people that like hit me up on Facebook. Like, oh my god, I'm a producer now. They do right? Awesome. They all do. I hate it. Do they follow you on Twitter? I don't know if they follow me on Twitter. You blocked them all. (laughs) Yeah. I I actually, I'm not even going to lie. I stopped using Facebook for like a year and a half, two years because it was just getting a little crazy. It was getting out of hand. Yeah. Well, people from like fourth grade. I was like, how did you find me? Like, how do you even remember me?
1: What about on, on Instagram?
3: Um, I get people that leave comments sometimes like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you. And I'm like, you worked at American Apparel with me and I wasn't doing anything with my life. And you're proud of me? Like, I just feel like we're, we're, you, we Did didn't you start from your... the bottom together. Like, what do you mean you're proud of me? Did
1: you go to your American Apparel reunion?
3: I should have, <laughs> actually. You know what's funny, though? Kid Cudi and I used to work at American Apparel together. Oh, like, we worked really? At the same store. Yeah. Scott? Yeah. How was
1: mm-hmm. Kid Cudi as a folder
3: <laughs> Kid Cuddy's <laughs> folding skills were impeccable Yo. his color coding oh my god what they about yours yeah. I was really good at the color coding okay. I was really good at the, the stocking of the, the sizes and making sure everything was neat and even did you
1: realize years. that um, who is it Dob Charney Yes, yeah. that he was such a, a nice stand-up individual. Oh my at the gosh, time. he
3: was! Oh my god, he was! He was just bursting <laughs> with integrity. It was yeah. unreal. <laughs> was he um, trying to get you to model? Absolutely. What yeah, were every the time? He was trying to get me the model, the, to model the men's briefs. Actually, really? Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Then
3: what were you the? You the... said. I said <laughs> not unless there's a check. He what was like, the... "Well, I can pay you another." I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm good."
1: What <laughs> were the per- What were the perks of that job beyond uh, the possibility of, of showing your body off to Dove?
3: Health insurance. <laughs> They gave us health insurance. Okay, that's oh, cool. Yeah. They absolutely. That's every, actually really Every decent. employee at American Apparel had it. every full-time employee had health insurance.
1: Really? Yeah. Did you use that? Like absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. Just go to I the thought, doctor. I thought I, like,
3: I, I. Yeah, of course. All the times that I thought I might have been, yeah. you know, had had like food poisoning, and it was just a hangover, <laughs> and I ended up. In the just hospital. lots of times. It was great.
1: Has, did Dav try and get? Uh, Kid Cudi to model the Scott? men's briefs.
3: You know what? I would not be surprised. I would not be surprised. Well,
1: oh, how well did you know Scott at the time? We
3: used to work together in Brooklyn. He had worked out of a studio like so, way out in Brooklyn on the three train. So we worked. We used to work together. So His,
1: you knew he had musical wait, aspirations. Oh yeah,
3: we did. We did together. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cuddy Crazy. and I both. We both knew we were trying to do music together. And he got signed to Good Music actually around the time that when he left American Apparel was around. Was when he got signed. Did
1: you go to the A Life performance? Mm-mm. Okay. Um, were, did you stay like? Close afterwards was it, it might something? have been
3: I don't know if it was a life or babe it was one of those where yeah. it was just it was a, or ice cream he was involved yeah. with with something when it was, was turning like, into yeah. something yes
1: wow did, were you so like that was
3: like two thousand and five okay yeah two thousand and five two thousand six
1: and and when did you get signed
3: two thousand and eight
1: okay so what were those two years of watching him sort of like get on like for you
3: um it was kind of amazing yeah it was kind of amazing but I also it's weird i never had like a fear or a doubt that i wasn't gonna wasn't gonna make right. it or be signed somewhere yeah, yeah, i always yeah. was really confident in what i was doing so i felt like okay well it's just gonna get picked up somewhere yeah so to.
1: we're the same way like yeah. some people call that stubbornness um our relatives may not get it did you yeah, go through the same thing absolutely like thanksgiving was a little weird
3: my mom did not i mean she still sometimes screws it up and says well if you get famous right like she still says shit like that to me but in the beginning it was like there was like a, pre- a period of time where she was like maybe you should just quit and work for the post office and i'm like oh man oh
1: she, she wanted you to leave American apparel oh my she God. didn't even believe that you could be a marine biologist
3: I mean she was hoping that I would be a marine biologist there that that was a like a really like you know, it was a solid, tangible degree that could get me a job and a check. So yeah. it's like mm-hmm. she was more hopeful for that. Yeah, I think than anything else. Did but you
1: Did you go to college?
3: I started a new school. I okay, did. I was in the jazz program for about a year and a half.
1: Jazz. Yeah. What Yo, were you looking real new? I know. What were you? <laughs> real new. What were you looking to do with with a jazz degree?
3: nothing at all i honestly i went to college to to appease my mother i really wanted to i wanted her to feel like i was doing something that was you know a little bit at least at least in the direction that i wanted to go in but it's like at least if she feels like she can say oh she completed college she did all right yeah then i you know i did it for her do
1: you have any siblings no okay so it was just it was on you
3: yeah all on me and everybody everyone i mean everyone in my family went to college so yeah no one does music no one does anything in the industry what did they do I mean, everyone's like a teacher or they do construction or they, you know, yeah. they're police officers. They, yeah. You know, it's like all the, all the other cards in the game of life except Rockstar. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I think about my family. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, okay, so you get signed in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your expectations at that point?
3: Um, I at that point thought I was going to be like boats and hoes, like on a yacht somewhere and just, you know, the
1: hypnotized video
3: pop. Right. (laughs) Basically, you know what I mean? Silk for Shashi shirts over my bathing suit. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. You know what I mean? Cane, the shades, all of it. Toe girls
1: in, uh, in tanks. Yeah. Right. It was just going to be this endless, yeah,
3: (laughs) yeah, just this (laughs) endless celebration and turn up and it was nothing like that at all. Nothing so okay,
1: else. for those people who who I mean, and I know times are a little different today than they were in mm-hmm. 2008. But like when you get signed, did, was there a signing bonus? Oh, yeah. Was there? Um, did you? Did they give you an expectation that an album would come out in a certain period of time? No. Okay.
3: I was the first artist that was signed to Rock Nation. Right. It, like J. Cole and I were signed pretty much back to back. Right.
1: Do you hold that over him? Like you were, <laughs> that, that you were See, the first. See, he
3: tr- <laughs> he says he tries to say that he's first, but I know for a fact I was first mm-hmm. because they didn't even have it. Like Rock Nation didn't even have an office at the time that I got right. signed. Like, everybody right. was doing business out of Rock the Mic. So, it was like, <laughs> there was no real, like, establishment yet. You know right. what I mean? It was just, it was kind of this baby embryo that everybody was excited about. Um, but, no, I mean, I got signed. I had my job. I still kept my I was working at Equinox. Wow. At the time. Uh, I was working for you desk.
1: At e- well, well, oh, did your shirt say front desk or what yep. is it okay it did it was How so mad were you? it was
3: tacky jacky I was yeah. annoyed but I mean there's nothing you can do at that point it's like whatever at, at some point I started to improvise because they made me a manager so I was like cutting it and making a crop top oh, okay uh, so you you like
1: inventive blacking out different letters no. so it's like font desk or something so <laughs> this is not a joke we both used to belong to Equinox oh you can yeah, look yeah at i at sure you right, can tell like, no, but we did though. And but I can then tell. There was, look at these cookies and but look then at you know know how it. skinny you are. Jesus. Then, then there was a time where it's just like, Oh, we're donating money and we're not to even. So the bottom going. line, like you're just let's just if stop you got a this. holiday bonus, it was from us. And I haven't gone to Equinox <laughs> in like years, but they still email me being like, Hey, this is your last chance to rejoin. But they do this every Of course. They never want month. to let you go. Uh, never. They never
2: <laughs> want to let you go. They
3: never let you go. But so,
1: so you were signed but still working at, at, at Equinox. Oh, yeah.
3: When I found – the day that I found that I was getting signed, I was on my way to work. Wow. Oh, yeah. And I went into work. What was I, that phone call like?
1: Or was that an email or – Well,
3: my manager at the time showed up at my house while I was I, – I always did the – In the person? Morning shift. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was a bartender. So he left work at like 4.30 in the morning and I worked <laughs> – I, Opposite I, schedules. I opened, right. I, I opened Equinox at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. So I'm leaving to go to work and he's like literally like I'm at, I'm outside your house. Let me tell you what's going on. And so that was – Wow, I was like, "That's awesome!" I'm gonna go to work. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is it? Do you have a check in hand right now? Like, is this like
1: real quick? Wait, did you leave Equinox in a blaze of glory? I did. Did you really?
3: I did. Yeah.
1: Say fuck you and your and your complete health (laughs) plan.
3: Absolutely did. I knocked over that little the clipboard (laughs) thing that had the the class (laughs) schedules. I was like, "Fuck this place! I'm out." Um, But then I went and worked at a Pilates studio. After that Okay So I mean I kept When I like, The first year I was signed Nobody did any We did nothing Like we recorded a couple songs yeah. But what I wanted to do creatively What I what My vision How I saw it Was much more of like a Pink Alicia Keys Rather than A Mary J Blige And mm-hmm. I think that's what they really wanted So
1: They wanted a Mary they, they wanted, wanted you marry. to go through another breakup Yeah they wanted <laughs> yeah. me to be
3: miserable Can you just go have a baby by somebody real yeah. fast <laughs> So we had you just be scorned for life And we'll always get an album
1: So you were living life Hmm. Uh, did you turn yourself more into a Mary than a uh Um a Pink or not a...
3: until
1: Oh, I just realized that you were talking about the artist pink and not like I thought I I was, the color? I was talking about the color? <laughs> I I thought it was more like a like a lifestyle, like a <laughs> Oh like a tint on life or something. I
3: would love I'm going to come back to what you think a pink lifestyle would be yeah. like the color pink lifestyle like what is that how would that be Maybe Jeff
1: by? meant like you were wearing like those sweatpants that say pink on the back. Well you oh, said okay. a pink Alicia Keys and I was like okay so like a girlier Alicia Keys I
3: guess. I <laughs> no um but I really I've always like been influenced by a lot of different artists so I really you know my mom was listening to Joni Mitchell and Bob Dylan that's and cool You know what I mean Like yeah. that's what I was I had a nice little array Of you know Stevie Wonder Marvin Gaye And then all of a sudden We have Simon and Garfunkel So yeah. It was really You know I I was inspired by a lot of different A lot of different shit And I don't think that it was I, I I needed more time to experiment Sure So the first year When I was signing We really did nothing I was just kind of a sitting duck Yeah And then in 2009 It was like Oh hey we have this opportunity, this random opportunity for you. Just come and, you know, sing background for this. Jay just, Jay just needs a favor. Right. And I was like, okay, fine. Anything Jay needs, fine. I'm there. No problem. Went to rehearsal and they, played, they sent me the song and I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be singing background for Alicia Keys. This yeah. is going to be the greatest moment of my life. The pink Alicia Keys? <laughs> the pink Alicia Keys. <laughs> so I got there i got to rehearsal and they were like handing me a the microphone they're like okay this is just well, you know when the chorus comes in i was like so am i harmonizing like where am i where do i stand am i standing like in the background they were like no no no. alicia's not coming this is all you <laughs> i was like okay cool i'll be right back and i like went outside and literally wanted to throw up i had to catch my breath it was it was crazy that's
1: amazing yeah so
3: my very first performance first anything as a signed artist was on stage at madison square garden for that 9 11 concert
1: um that's pretty. That's, that's wow. pretty special. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw you perform um, on the Blueprint Three tour. Yeah, um, down in Atlantic City. Oh, um, yeah. And we saw you perform at Barclays, I think, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember which tour it was, but both were dope. Yeah, you killed both. Thank you. Those you were didn't
3: throw up. I didn't throw up. Those were good. I those... got rid of those jitters the first. Yeah. time. <laughs> <one. laughs> that was so
1: the Blueprint Three tour was Trey Songs, Jeezy, mm-hmm. and and Jay. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have Bridget. any? And Bridget. Yeah. Did you have, and by the way, the show that we went to. Um, at Atlantic Stevie City, was in Stevie the Wonder was in yeah. the audience. Yes, yes, he was. Also, Michael Phelps was in VIP with
3: us. So what's <laughs> up with that? Oh, that's and way he, cooler. We than We saw a Stevie bunch of people Wonder. at the casino. Was at the Borgata. Yeah. Yes.
1: Um. So we saw uh, Bobby Real Housewives Flay of New Jersey and the Real Housewives of New Jersey. Oh, uh-huh. yeah.
3: I would have been excited to see Bobby play. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie.
1: I noticed that you didn't say anything about the Real Housewives of New Jersey. No, what's up with that? Why can't women get along in this
3: industry? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, that's not my industry, though. I'm not in the housewife industry. Really? <laughs> no, not yet, guys. Um, nope me i'm
1: poor <laughs> yo can you imagine like those thanksgivings by the way it's no just like what are you doing now i'm a real housewife oh i thought you were gonna um, be like i'm like at thanksgiving they just like throw a table oh yeah
2: well that's like well, what,
3: you, what are your aspirations to throw drinks in girls faces on tv totally that's my aspiration like, in life do, do people never think of the end yeah. game
1: you know I think that is the end game. I feel like
3: that's totally (laughs) the end game. You've made it when you've, when you've like run run across the table with no shoes on.
1: Once you're in the bad girls club, there's no getting out.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like you're in that for life.
1: Yo, Teresa, uh, whatever her last name is, some, something we saw her. She, we saw her down at, um, Mm -hmm at uh the borgata that night yeah she was rolling dice on the table she was mm-hmm. it's playing craps yeah. um well i mean I it, but know. it was a plan i wouldn't words. have
3: known what was happening either but dice, can... she
1: but her end game <laughs>
3: her
1: her end game wasn't you know the real housewives apparently well, no, her end game currently is, is jail. jail Yeah, damn it, tax evasion yeah never that evade sucks. taxes yeah. um so okay, so I feel
3: like if you're a housewife, you have no excuse. Like, what the fuck are you doing all day? You have you have, you were evading taxes. You agreed. Couldn't, you couldn't sit at home and be your own accountant.
1: Well, I mean, they're not like actual housewives. Oh, and somebody tells me they're not good with numbers.
3: <laughs> oh yikes! Well, oh well. You um, but <laughs>
1: so okay, we uh, so so. You were signed to Rock Nation. Um, yes. Were you also signed? to uh, Columbia through them.
3: No. I was actually the only artist on Rock Nation that did not have a distributor.
1: Okay. And yeah. was that done with purpose or, or not? Or? In the
3: beginning it was, I think, because I was the first one. So they were kind of like holding out to see, you know, once we could finalize a project, what would happen. And I think that initially they wanted to operate like an indie label and finish a project, complete a project and then shop it that way. Right. Right. Um but unfortunately it didn't it didn't happen like that because I went on, I ended up going the first my first year I just was sitting around and then the second year I was on tour with Jay. I right. was on tour for twelve months. Right. So I really – I did nothing for my project at all and then started recording again. Like they were like, okay, let's have a writing camp. And then that was when that Frank Ocean incident happened and it right. kind of just threw the whole process into a into a downward spiral. It kind of took the wind out of everybody's sails.
1: Right. So um, by writing camp, you mean –
3: Basically writing camp is they just they'll, they'll block out an entire studio for like a week to ten days and then they call in writers and producers to come in and, and just work and just create and then right. they'll pick whatever they like out of that stuff and then the artist comes in and cuts whatever they love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Frank and Shea Taylor, who's my who was my producer at the time, yep. they went in and did thinking Out forever within the first couple hours. Right. So that was like everybody's favorite song, and we were right. like, Oh my god, this is only the first day and this is what we got. <laughs> set the bar really high. So yeah. we basically planned and recorded and wrote the whole album around that song right
1: and then and
3: then he
1: leaks his own frank version. leaked
3: his own version right which and the reasons honestly the reasons were a little bit unclear i everybody at the label had their own feeling they had their own um i guess i i it's a rumor as far as i'm concerned but they they believe that because as soon as frank found out that the song that that wasn't going to rihanna or beyonce he was like i want it back right um which I mean, upon meeting Frank, I didn't. I never got that vibe from him. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he was that pompous. Right. Um, but who knows? Okay. Um, but I, I just think it was a sentimental song. It had some value to him, and he just decided he wanted to keep it. Sure. It just sucked, though, because everything else that we did just kind of got you know right. Scrapped. right
1: Um We were we went to the BET Awards in 2011. I mm-hmm. feel like yep um, it and was a good year. We was you G- said you said mm, like yeah. it was a good year. 2011 was a good you, year. You you remember uh, the artist Creshawn, right? Mm-hmm. She was signed to Columbia, actually, mm-hmm. um, and we went to you know the producers, of the business. Yes, yes, yeah, so they the business, they the love business. us and invite I love them. I love yeah. them. They're great. Guys, yeah. So Down and Henny invited us mm-hmm. to the studio just because they like when we crack jokes yes. and you know bring like entertainment. So we were there. Uh, they were there for like a month. Well, because so Columbia had rented out the record plant mm-hmm. in LA, yeah, and we're just like, you guys come up with something for Creshawn. Just like live in the studio to the point where like the live room. They just used it for basketball. They had a basketball, yeah, a basketball hoop, in hoop in there. In the they weren't line. recording or anything. Wow. They were just yeah. like, uh, I don't know. Let's oh play ball. God. So they invited us to hang out. and It was... Uh, people who came through that night were... Yeah. I mean, besides us, yes. were uh, Busta. Yep. We had a mm. 30-minute conversation about global warming with Spliffstar.
3: It's kind of amazing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, he has very controversial opinions, in case you were wondering. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ashanti <laughs> and her mother, who she introduced as a momager... Oh We're like it's 3 o'clock in the morning You're out with your daughter And you're still going by momager Like And by the way Ashanti couldn't have been any nicer She was yeah. like the nicest person I don't know if you've run oh into no, her I or no She's incredibly sweet I Super love her. nice Very genuine yeah Very yeah. Long Island
3: Yes was
1: it? Yeah She yeah. was really nice um, And then uh, Oh We opened a door Noriega was there But mm-hmm. we opened a door To into, like, like one of the other rooms It was like the last room on this tour And it's Pitch black and we open the door, and all you see is little mama standing there. And then we close the door. We were just like, "Oh, oh,
3: hey, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> goodbye, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right?
3: Good to see you, bye." Um, Vampire life. So, so yeah.
1: is that at all like what your writing camps were
3: like? <laughs>
1: was little mama there? No,
3: <laughs> little mama was not. Was it not in? Did fact you check all the, the doors? <laughs> it was not in fact the Indian in the cupboard. But where, where <laughs> did you
1: where did you do yours at uh, Westlake? Westlake. Yeah. West, we Elm. West, West, West
3: no. Elm. West Elm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With the accent pillows. No, we did <laughs> it at Westlake. Okay. Um, the one that's on Santa Monica not the one that's on Beverly yeah, and yeah that's the that's the one where like that's you know where Michael Jackson recorded and you know right. bubbles had his, had his own room and yeah sure used to say oh yeah there's like the ghost of bubbles I was like no it's more like <laughs>
1: the ghost of Lil Mama maybe so so a writing camp is like just hanging in the studio and they brought you food yeah. and whatever and I mean
3: I would I would come and come in and out yeah because <laughs> writers and producers were in there at the time I really wasn't writing like that okay um, mm-hmm. which I mean I look back on now and I wish that I had just because there was so much there was so much so many good vibes in there that I probably could have really come out with some really incredible stuff, yeah. with the caliber of people that we were working with I mean, yeah. right. it was Stargate, it was you know oh, cool. Pop and Oak at the time, yep. like they really. You know, Shay, this is and this was like, you know, the very beginning when everybody was excited and like, okay we'll create whatever you want to create. Yeah. And I had no idea what I wanted to create. So I was I was kind of at a loss because it was, you know, I didn't really know what I had an idea. But because I wasn't the one writing it, I didn't even know how to really express what it was I was trying to say.
1: But you were also a writer at the time, too. No, just not for yourself.
3: I mean, the thing here's what happened. So. I was trying to write for myself, and it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't going over well. Nobody liked what I was writing because mm-hmm. they felt like they wanted Mary J. Yeah, when I was writing, you know, Christina Aguilera pop records.
1: Pink Alicia Keys. Pink Alicia Keys. Pink Alicia Keys. You
3: know what I mean? Pink and yellow. So <laughs> it was really like. What I what I wanted and who I thought I was was really what I was writing, and nobody thought it was good. Nobody thought it was fitting, but it was hard because in everyone else's mind, I'm a singer. So it's like, well, you can really sing anything if you're a great singer. You could just show up. You could do pop. You could do R and B. You could do country. You could do whatever. And so they kind of pigeonholed me into R and B, excuse me, because I'm from New York. Because I'm a mixed race girl. It's like, well, that's us just you. Just yeah, just by default, hmm. you're a lot. You have a lot more flavor. So we're just right. going to throw you over there with the black girls. Right. Um which you know at the time was fine for me I wasn't I didn't feel any kind of way about it but I think I don't think I understood really what that meant in terms of how my project was then going to be executed Yeah. I thought it was going to be like okay well this is going to just be the marketing scheme it's going to sound really superficial to you but in retrospect you'll still be able to be who you are Mm -hmm. Right. and that wasn't what happened so I mean we, we spent a lot of time I mean the label spent a lot of money really trying to you know, tweak and put a project out and put a project together. Yeah. I mean, the first EP was kind of, was kind of a, you know, a crapshoot. Cause mm-hmm. we were like, well, these are, these, there's eight records that we have that we recorded. We don't, they're kind of genreless, So let's just throw them out and see what happens. Yeah. And I mean, it generated a little bit of press, like a little bit of press, but it wasn't anything substantial enough for people to be like, oh, that's, that's Bridget Kelly. That's right. awesome. So, I mean, you know, the second time around was kind of, was a, was a lot more, like fluid, but it still, it still, that still didn't feel like me. It was still like the Mary J. vibe,
1: right? So that's when you parted ways. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, before that, yeah. So while you're in the machine, mm-hmm. um, you know, you, I, I was looking at pictures from like one of your birthdays, mm-hmm. um, and like. Everybody from Rock Nation mm-hmm. like shows out yeah. for you, which is like great. Yeah, but are you actually friends with the, Like, how is that vibe? Like, in that birthday party, like, are you just like, oh, like, I, I mean, at the I've time, you sort of
3: no, we were definitely friends. And at the okay. time, the first tour I went on actually with Jay was with J. Cole, Wale, and NERD. Mm-hmm. So, Cole, Cole, and Wale, and I became really close friends, and then right. we all ended up at Wireless together because that was kind of where we ended up. And so right. we all, it was everybody's first time in London. Like it was yeah. really exciting. And so I think, you know, That's we really were all cool. like, you know, yeah. wide eyed and bushy tail. So we were just excited. We were just excited to be there. So we all kind of, you know, stuck together. Um, but I think as time went on, everybody kind of started to see that, started to see like the, the darker side of, of the industry. And because, you know, everybody was in their own lane and not really paying a lot of attention. Everyone sort of drifted apart. But I think, you know, I mean, we still talk to each other. We still, yeah, yeah. we still, you know, from time uh, to time? Keep do in you
1: touch. and even if you run into like, any of the executives over there it's oh it's all love, all love. Yeah.
3: which I was a little scared about I'm not gonna lie I really anticipated as soon as I left the label it was gonna be like yeah okay fuck her we're never gonna talk to her well again.
1: knowing your breakup history we know I how mean, that ends
3: so. rock nation can't go, can't <laughs> ghost on me that's not gonna happen either I know everybody in the office I know the keypad to get in um, that'd be
1: amazing if you were just like waiting outside of 38th street or whatever yeah
3: <laughs> and jay comes out and I'm like I know where you live don't yeah. don't, don't play me um, no I think overall like everyone is everyone's always been really supportive. I think part of it too was because I developed such a strong personal relationship with those guys I mean, they really were big brothers to me they shielded me from a lot of shit and i think you know even though i'm not a part of their label they still were kind of like well if you need anything if you need any advice if you need it you know whatever connections will help you out
1: that's really cool and 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 i think that's ideally what adults do when they break up Mm -hmm. like you know it's just like you know what this just didn't work out between the two of us and it's cool like Mm -hmm. i hope you find love and i hope you do all right but like you know there's a lot more children out there than adults. Absolutely. Um, we, uh, so yeah. Okay. So um, we've seen you at numerous events mm-hmm. um, in the city. Um, you, yeah, bridges out here. You really like. I'd be in the streets. You yes. know a lot of, of people within this circle that we run in. A mm-hmm. lot of like internet people, a lot of music people. Yeah. Um, was that important to you to, to make those connections and keep those relationships alive from a social standpoint Mm -hmm. and from a professional standpoint?
3: From a more from a personal standpoint yeah. I always felt like the thing—the one thing that got me by was the fact that I was always really genuine and nice to people right. so I feel like that that translated even if the music sucked and the music was complete shit at least somebody could be never no one would ever be able to say damn Bridget was such a bitch right. I never wanted that kind of press right. so I felt like you were like
1: a bitch in high school in high school, in yeah. high school yeah. I was yeah. Yeah. you know what I
3: mean which is why I didn't want to go back to the reunion and <laughs> then have to get into a Real Housewives type of brawl mm-hmm. you know right. what I mean yeah. 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 no, there would have been no cameras and no check that, that I would have wanted that it's pretty bad <laughs> no. it's pretty Pretty bad. That's I don't think that falls into the pink Alicia Keys, the cute girly category. Um, but I mean, no, I don't know
2: what Alicia does in her off time. <laughs> <about people. laughs>
3: I just really I wanted I wanted people to catch a glimpse of who I was, whether the music was going to be consistent with that message or not. Yeah. And I think it's worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've, I've been without the label for about a year and change mm-hmm. and the relationships with, you know, bloggers and whoever else have been, you know, the ones at least that were genuine from from both sides. Agreed. Have, have been have been remained and have remained intact. Yeah, so that's really important.
1: Um, So on your album cover mm-hmm. um, for this forthcoming album, mm-hmm. um, you have your senior quote. Which
3: yep. which is the most obnoxious narcissistic shit it that is I could have possibly found in the dictionary. Okay,
1: the I, defini- I don't know what this is. Yeah, means, it is the definition of the word fetish. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. is really your senior quote? This is
3: really my senior quote in my yearbook.
1: The definition of fetish. Uh-huh. Um. Should we read yeah. it? Yeah, please. With like with the pronunciation and everything, Like it's Oh like yeah. Oh, I yeah.
3: absolutely, absolutely was going in that direction. I wanted everyone to know how full of myself I was.
1: <laughs> also, just real quick, was Fetish the name of Eve's uh, yes, clothing line? It was. Okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, so there, was was no the no. there was <laughs> no correlation. No. How great would that have been? Like Fetish noun. Like <laughs> it been Eve's awesome. clothing line. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. It said something to which one pays an overwhelming amount of attention or which one admires to a foolish degree. Okay. Like I thought of myself in high school. So it just goes to show. I probably would not have had rose petals at my feet at my high school. <laughs> Unless the that's same. your fetish. Unless that's my fetish. The rose petals?
1: <laughs> Everyone knows Bridget Kelly loves Everyone those rose petals. Everyone
3: loves rose petals well, no, and West Elm pillows. That, just <laughs> the people that you're comfortable <laughs> enough
1: to share that with. Did you have a writer in high school? I wish. Yo, know, if I come to your party, it better be like, you know. Yeah.
3: I'm gonna need this I'm gonna need X amount of Yeah I'm gonna need X amount of guys There to look at Like it's I wish I did I That's what you sold. put on
1: your rider That's what you could put on your rider
3: If I was I feel like Once you're at a certain level You can put whatever you want On your rider <laughs> You can say I want a white horse To ride into the venue Like Bianca Jagger Everywhere I go Wow no. I feel Be
1: did you Wait I would do that Let's talk about clubbing stories From like the 90s And early 2000s <laughs> Yeah did you Did you go out in high school?
3: No Okay I mean I went to a I went to a couple clubs But I wasn't really I didn't really drink like that Until I was oddly enough 17 I wasn't into like Cause I went to performing arts school So I knew mm. dancers that were You know doped up on coke Yo, And PCP yeah, And all like, types of shit and that, <laughs> and that to me was not hot I don't want right. to be foaming at the mouth Like I'm good
1: That wasn't your fetish That's No it wasn't fetish.
3: my fetish yeah. No um,
1: Okay so you Go ahead. No. So you do have this new project. Yes. Um, you are working it independently. Mm-hmm. It's so. Does that change? How is it? How is it moving from a machine to doing like everything with your plan now?
3: It's incredibly liberating and frustrating all at the same time. Um, and I think, that. But at the same token, and this is no shade to anyone. I mean, I probably could have done more myself than the label did for me at the time. Just if different I had views, really Yeah, you know. just if I had really if I really had a project that I believed in 150% then I, pro- I feel like I could have really promoted it a lot better. Yeah. Um, and, well,
1: also and, some of that has to be you lived life to get to this point, yeah. right? So you have those experiences now that you've become the person who yes. you are to say these new things. Yeah,
3: but right. it, you know this is the first project I'm putting out that I feel 100, 150% proud of and I did it myself. I wrote it myself. I felt I worked with people that I really trusted and, and uh, saw the vision for and I mean that, that's why it kind of came together, and that was kind of the point. The whole the whole reason I even started doing music was because I wanted to be able to execute a vision, and so now I'm able to do it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah, that's very cool. By the way, mm-hmm. um, it's very hard to say no shade to anybody while you're sipping tea. <laughs> is that really hard? Yeah,
3: it is. Huh. Well, thank God nobody saw me sip tea after I said no
1: shade. <laughs> even now you're sipping tea as you're. Right as, as I'm saying this, yeah, <laughs> um, I had to one mm-hmm. more Rock Nation question. Sure, um, seventeen more Rock Nation questions. Since you <laughs> since you left, um, they changed their logo and mm-hmm. they had these hats, which are so in demand. Do you have a Rock Nation hat?
3: Absolutely not. <laughs>
1: do you want one?
3: No, I think I'll pass. Do you want...
1: We can stop by and go get you one if you. Yeah. If you know what? The...
3: I think next... I think we'll just stay with the cookies and the tea. I think <laughs> we're winning right now with the cookies and the tea. Yeah. I mean, I just... I wouldn't want to be rude and leave it on the table. I just wouldn't want to do that. Um,
1: so, uh, you know, we worked a lot of red carpets. Yeah. Um, do you have any good red carpet stories?
3: Um any good red carpet stories i hosted a red carpet okay i've actually hosted a couple red carpets for bet and they were really fun but then i'm also i'm really articulate so when i speak to someone and i ask a question they're like okay you have like 30 seconds to ask these three questions and i'm like shooting them out Both <laughs> yeah, yeah. Points, go and i've had a couple people just kind of like deer in headlights and not even know how to answer the question and i'm just been <laughs> like you know what it's fine you look great nice dress <laughs> like that's what i've had to do and it's kind of it's you know, and I roll my eyes. I'm like, why are you here? Just don't even t- just your publicist should just be like, don't talk to anybody. Just smile big, wave a little, turn to the side, give them a profile and get off the carpet.
1: By the way, that's like our thing. Like we ask questions that have no answers. Um, they have
3: no answers. Yeah, basically. I mean, you want to stump people?
1: Oh, every I mean, time. Like, well, no, it's not. But it's not in like a. Um. Obnoxious way. It's okay. just like more of a fun because by the time yeah we just wanted to make people laugh until like there are no like actual. I mean no there yeah. there are answers but we have like better answers is the point like well, sometimes there was we asked we asked so uh, you want
2: people to feel dumb
1: that's no no yeah. like for instance we asked it's <laughs> like the more we talk about it the more terrible we it asked <laughs> we asked, like
3: yeah I mean there is an there is an answer yeah. we have the answer it's better than whatever the hell they're gonna say no th- that's right that's exactly <laughs> right yeah.
1: we asked we asked Rick Ross we were like well um we saw him actually on the BET red carpet mm-hmm. we were like what's your and we had interviewed him before and we we're like yo Ross What's your favorite bird? And he thinks about it. He's like, uh, the woodpecker. Shout out to the woodpecker. I'm like, oh, Jeff, what's your favorite bird? A basketball wife. And like, you know, and so he you just see like, him like crumple. Yeah. Or we asked, like, laughing. we asked Estelle one time. We love Estelle. Yes. Well, like, Estelle is one of my favorite people too. She's this this really like, a great person. Yes. This is the worst question that we could have asked anybody, but it's like also the funniest <laughs> thing as like a comedian. So we asked her, we were like, "So like Estelle, what are you here to promote?" And she starts talking about her album, and we're like, and her, we new cut single her short. And we're like' oh. we're, we cut her off and we're just like, oh. we thought, you know." You might want to be promote, here to promote world, world peace, peace and yeah. you know and she's <laughs> about children. And you just see her it's like, like about the
3: starving children
1: yeah, in Yeah, Africa yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah. And she's just like staying there, just like we're uh, like, we're like. I mean, but I, guess I support all of those things. We're like, like, I guess promoting your albums, all right, so, yeah, That's fine, you know, like whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like rush her off camera.
3: I love that. Though. But but yeah. you
1: know, like how? T- okay, so you walked many a carpet, yes. right? How tired do you get when every outlet is asking you like, what producers are you working with? When's your project coming out? The same questions over and over.
3: I honestly don't mind because they all get, they all get, they they're it's all the same, it's okay. mundane, but it's like it's it's robotic, so I can just right. shoot them out. It makes you your know what I It makes my job really easy, just right. all everybody asks the same shit. Who are you working with? Who are you excited to see tonight? Yeah. What are you wearing? And I know because I've asked those questions, so I get it. I know mm. exactly where it's going to go, where it ends, what the last question, last question is. You know what I mean? It's always it's very predictable. Um, um
1: we, so then most important question: Who are you wearing right now?
3: <laughs> right, exactly. Most important question, actually. You're not to, a Rock Nation hat. No, right. Not is, a Rock Nation. This is me hat. asking something that's pink and yeah. alicia keys
1: um <laughs> we went to the billboard awards this year and jealous like as in like we sat like no, we weren't there to do interviews did. we were just there to like to to attend it um which is not do our, you do that a lot attend no, it was our first time that no, was our first time so like we had to oh, we had, had to the same managers manager. as like as john legend and miguel and megan trainer so there were a lot of people being celebrated that, that we so they invited us down and we were, we were just there
3: oh
1: it's the most boring time yeah and it's like watching an award show in person. The, I mean, you
3: the, understand now why people are wasted by the time.
1: The most exciting thing was like to start drinking. The most exciting mm-hmm. thing was like getting up and sitting down when everyone had to like pass by us to go to the bathroom. Like that was <laughs> that was I swear to God, that was, that was it. The most movement you did it was just night. like, all right, yeah. I, I guess. You know. But yeah, we were sitting behind like um, Damon John from Shark Tank yeah. and FUBU uh, fame. Have do you, you feel it by anybody? Oh, I have,
3: but do you feel jaded? I feel jaded sometimes. Well, Like, there's a lot of people that I see yeah. all the time that I'm not, I'm just like, I'm not phased. It's Katy Perry, great. She's right, no, got I, mint-colored hair now, so, like, awesome. Yeah, But you know what I mean? I feel bad that I don't I don't get excited about any of that shit anymore. Yeah, I mean... It's yeah, so, normal to So
1: we've me. been doing, you know, our stuff for eight years now, yeah. and it is normal. Yeah. Um, I honestly this is 100% true the only person I got sort of starstruck by we, were, we, we did Sway in the morning recently mm-hmm. and we were just in the lobby talking to our friend Matt Fastow who works there and I looked to my left and this sports writer who writes for the Daily News is walking by and I was like oh my god it's Frank Isola and he writes about the Knicks and I was just like I can't believe it's really him. And then he, he walked by and went to the elevator and I was like, ah, oh. meanwhile, like, that's you know. That's the nerdiest thing I've it's, ever heard. It's, it's crazy. so awesome. It's crazy.
2: But I mean, I but feel like true. that's that's
3: how people feel. I mean, listen, I saw I saw James Cameron at a coffee bean and I thought that was phenomenal. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Did that's you say hi? I'm think- Hell no. But I just thought it was great that I could bet I'm it's James Cameron. Yeah. Nobody else is going to know that. Or David Foster. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those are people yeah. I get excited about. I'm like, oh my God, this is so great. You're
1: Jimmy, such a LaGuardia girl. Jimmy Jam
3: and Terry Lewis at LA <laughs> yeah. Fitness. Like, who's not wait, impressed hold on. by I that? To, I want to hear more about that.
1: Wait, do they... Does, does, does Jimmy does, Jam and Terry Lewis... No, was, I
3: mean, they, both, they weren't both there. I think it okay. was... I don't know does which Jimmy, one was. Does Jimmy, was
1: wear, does Jimmy wear the long coat to when he works out? <laughs> and the hat? Yeah.
3: No, he didn't have the hat.
1: What machine or weight...
3: He, well, was just, he was just—he was—he was walking out while I was uh, walking in, so I don't even know if he really was working out or not. Who <laughs> was
1: working the front desk? <laughs> I don't know.
3: It was not me, thank God. And I did not, in fact, vandalize the the class schedules. I promise. It's not every time you walk
1: into a gym you're just like, "Fuck this place."
3: Right. I feel like I should do that every time. It'd be a really dope signature thing to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, Bridget Kelly's here. Take this stuff yeah. the stuff. out. Shit.
1: <laughs> um all right so your project is coming out soon yeah like tomorrow, like tomorrow. yeah um yeah. So which is really today when people hear this yes yeah. um your tour yeah which is going to run through the northeast mm-hmm. is starting when saturday this saturday yeah where dc okay where DC. in dc u street musical okay cool yeah and then you're going to philly on philly
3: on which I'm really excited about. I've been to Philly. I think I've only done, like, really performed once in Philly. Are you going to do
1: any Drake covers in Philly?
3: I thought about it, but then I I thought about it. Well, I didn't think about doing it in Philly, but I thought about doing a Drake cover or doing something that's kind of current, but I decided against it. Well,
1: Okay, but you so sort of have to In Philly now But, <laughs> but Just since, like put like The boot on the neck Sort of thing since, Okay you since really you're not to get
3: me be- This is your thing You Because you have people Trying to beat you up You want to be You, you want to get me I'm beat just up to This get is so you. unfair You
1: troll <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Wait wait What, what Drake songs were you considering? Since you're not going to do it now, what Um, songs were you considering? Ten Bands. Okay. Oh, that would've been cool. Energy
3: Energy was kind of cool. I thought maybe Energy would be something I could kind of sing a little bit if hmm. I wanted to, but I never, I hadn't tried. I just was thinking about doing that. Yeah. Or, Or Trap Queen, I feel like. I feel like Ed Sheeran has inspired everybody to just completely just water down all things remotely right. ratchet and I'm, I'm here for it i think well, it's fantastic
1: i'm sort of surprised like you remember carmen yes okay we, well we i don't know how you felt about them but we could stand them right
3: why because what? it's
1: so corny wait yeah wait i want to hear your defense of carmen
3: because you have to embrace the fact that they are corny they they're, love that of course they're corny that's the that's the point is it not
1: yeah but i don't have to like the corniness yeah, i, don't I understand look at it from why, like and they say, would get no. signed like RCA throws like a ton of money their way and it's just like I
3: mean some didn't Epic throw Epic, a ton of money Epic yeah, was Epic, yeah Epic. I was gonna say I, th- I thought Epic did but Epic did that with Bobby Schmurda, and Bobby Schmurda's in jail they wouldn't even pay his bail yeah but they like to play oh. both sides of the coin oh well
1: <laughs> well we heard that the reason that Bobby's still in jail is because of the Sony hack oh and they didn't like, think that like so so like people were like looking at their finances and they were like oh now we're gonna throw a million dollars for we bail we a million dollars out to get this kid out of jail that's lame yeah
3: but I still I still don't understand why you guys didn't like Carmen. I thought they were great.
1: Oh, can't stand yeah. it just the sound <laughs> is like Let's that's, just that's be I was, honest. I just no, like, hate the I, shtick of it. I can't like it's like, everyone's oh, music. like you're from yeah. the 1940s and you're singing Chris Brown. Yeah, like that's that's what's supposed to, that's what I'm supposed to get out of this. <laughs> I mean, listen, Ed like Like Ed Sheeran's got a little bit of like um credibility because he like does hang with all these you know he's guys. a rap fan. Yeah, he's yeah, a rap was fan on the right. Breakfast
3: Club and was absolutely like rapped an entire Biggie song. Right, yeah. like this is the, I I'll take any rap song that he does now. I'm here right. for it. He's
1: legitimate. Like yeah. I didn't get that from Carmen, but that's that's all right. Like yeah. that's just not we for me. Can still be friends. Yeah.
3: Okay. Like there's a cer- I mean like, I haven't purchased any of their music. I just I don't mind well, them. Good. <laughs> like it,
1: it wouldn't be beef if you saw them. Is Fine. the point? Am, I, yeah.
3: am I still with us? Cookies? It is. Can but, I still yeah. get these cookies next time? <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, all right, so uh, you're gonna be you're gonna be touring soon. Yes, your project's out today. Um, yeah. Anything else fun coming up?
3: SOBs you, August thirteenth.
1: Be there here in New York.
3: Here in New York, which means you'll have to be there. Some surprise guests I'm bringing out, which is gonna be a lot of fun. cool. Yeah. That's be awesome. the surprise
1: guests. No, wait, when the, August thirteenth?
3: You're 13th? the honorary guest. Oh wow! <laughs> if you decide you want to bring your buckets from Home Depot and do a do a <laughs> do a, a, a number or two, by mm-hmm. all means, we'll figure it out. Oh
1: nice! I'm gonna bring four to five people. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I feel like I need to limit you. What did we say? Travel light, travel far. Yeah.
1: True. Well, yeah, but <laughs> SOBs isn't that far, so bring more people. Yeah. <laughs> um, this has been such a pleasure. Yeah. I know,
3: this is great. Yeah, let's do it again. I'm so happy I didn't do my research. Can we have a
1: part 2 because we have a lot of history to go we over. We should
3: totally have a part 2. Yeah, we're, I think we're that's so great. serious. Can I get the sea bass though for part 2? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I put that request in early? For sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, I'm Eric. I'm Jeff. And I'm Bridget Kelly. And This is a of time. Yeah. Come back Yeah.
2: This
0: morning, Sandra Sneed wrote a joyful status.
2: This miss is a soon-to-be missus.
0: Over 300 friends liked her engagement post, and it got 76 comments. Sandra, you're one popular gal. Geico also has a comment on your status. Did you know you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance in just 15 minutes by switching to Geico. Just the way we're trying to help cushion a nice little nest egg for the future misses. Hashtag getting hitched. Hashtag
1: savings. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.